Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and in today's episode, my wife and I are talking about one of the seven things we learned from 1 Corinthians 7. Listen to learn in today's podcast how each of us has a role to play in fulfilling God's purpose, regardless of our relationship status. From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This, this is Stronger, stronger together, together, Closer to God. God. Hi, my name is Mr. Vernon Myers, and I'm here with the amazing, wonderful, and beautiful and talented woman of God. And this is my amazing wife, Anya Myers. Say hi. Good evening, everyone. And if you notice, you might be saying, wait a minute, didn't y'all speak on one mic right there? Yes, we did. We are one. That's why. But we also wanted to just let everybody know that Loves and I, we you hear ourselves sometimes call ourselves loves and loveys. Yes. And it's just not a coincidence. That's just what God placed in our heart to call each other. So we're just so excited about it. God has been planting in our seeds is that once a month, let's do dive in discussion based off of the Bible study that we have been placed in our hearts. It was set the foundation. That was what the word of the Lord told us. And he said, go to first Corinthians seven. And that's what we got are at right now. So, loves, what did you get from First Corinthians seven? Well, I got a lot, and it's you know, I, I just to back it up a little bit. I think a lot of times people think that First Corinthians seven is just for the married mm-hmm. couples, but it's not. It's for all of us: mm-hmm. single, married, divorced, widowed, any marital status that you want to put yourself into that's mainly i mean that's not mainly what i got from it but that was like one of the little nuggets that i got from it it's not just for that's a misconception that is just for the married couples or for married yeah for married couples i think a lot of people think that it's just for the married but it's so the misconception that we got right there is that first corinthians 7 is for married couples Mm -hmm. and that's not true is actually open to all genres of the status of your relationship status. So there was some information to encourage those who were single. There's information in there to encourage those who are dating or courting. There's information there for those who are engaged. There's information there for those who are married, whether you're newly married or seasoned married, there's information in there for those who are going through crisis care, Mm -hmm. whether it's separated or divorce. And there's some wisdom in there for those who are widowed. So, and that's the beauty of the God's word is that it's their spiritual principles that can help us become more engaged and stronger than ever in building our relationship, not only to Christ, but build relationships with our fellow man. And so I definitely agree with you. That is the biggest misconception. The second misconception is that a lot of people go to first Corinthians 13 when they want to relate to marriage, which Mm -hmm. is true. It talks about love in that session, but we've learned from our premarital course that we took that first Corinthians seven is the foundation because it tells you what you should be doing. It, should, it also tells you what the other person should be doing as well and how to find the one that God called you to be with. And so we learned a lot about that as well. 
So I would say that would be the other misconception that I got as well. What you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so the first key that we want to share tonight is we all should be focusing on doing God's work. No matter if you're single, whether you're dating, courting, married, or you're going through a crisis situation, you should be focusing on doing God's work. And we learned that from reading 1 Corinthians 7, 32 to 35. And 1 Corinthians 7, 32 says, for a single man is focused on the things of the Lord. And it's also said in 1 Corinthians 7, 34, and the single woman is focused on the things of the Lord. It also tells us for the married people that he is concerned about both the things of God. <laughs> so it says the same thing for the wife. So in other words, we should be doing God's work. And so I know a lot of times we get these questions about how would I know I find my Boaz? How would I know I found the one that God has called me to be with? Are they doing God's work? And if they're not doing God's work, then that answers the question. You got to remember Adam in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis, you know, once he was the breath of light came into him, what did he do? He was doing God's work, <laughs> you know, maintaining earth and doing the things that God had called him to do and spending time with God, you know, through the walks, through the garden of Eden and everything. So that goes applies to those who are dating recording as well. What's your take with that nugget that we all should focus on doing God's work? Yeah, I have a question for you. What does doing God's work look like? Well, that's something that you have to talk with the Holy Spirit. Mm, okay. You got to have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. You got to have a conversation. And a lot of times is, you know, you, I'll tell you what I've learned. When I'm at peace at doing something, I know I'm doing God's work. I know what I mean by that is when I'm at peace, that means that I feel in a safe place. I just go in a flow. Like if something or someone kind of interrupts it, I get frustrated because I was just in so much of a flow. You hear this a lot with musicians sometimes, artists, when they are painting, whether they're singing, whether they're drawing, when they get into the groove, they just in a free flow. Poetry, I used to write poetry and that was something once I got in a flow, it was a good flow. Flow. I didn't want to be distracted because I was getting downloaded everything I was doing through the work that I was doing. And so you got to talk to the Holy Spirit and find out, you know, what is it that is part of doing God's work? You know, and it can be a variety of things, but you will find that there's peace in that. God is not an author of chaos. He's not an author of causing confusion. And so when you're doing something that you love, you know, you're working on pleasing the Lord. You're doing those unto him. Great. I'm glad you clarified that because, you know, sometimes think people think um, the work of the Lord, they have to be working in an actual ministry or a minister or a pastor or something like that. But when you and I met, we were in, we were working in, you know, volunteering in different areas of our church, but our professions weren't in the church at that yeah, time. Right, yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that to help some, yeah, some others yeah. out. Doing God's work does not mean being in a brick and mortar church building. Mm -hmm. 
doing God's work is doing what you've been called to do to serve the people of God. You know, whether that is being a fisherman, that was doing God's work. You were bringing food to provide for the people. Right. You know, that's why when Jesus came into their connection, he was like, I'm going to teach you how to be fishers of men because you knew how to be fishers, fishermen in the water. Now, let me teach you how to be fishers of men. That They were doing God's work outside and they were able to do not only outside, but do God's work within the church and outside the church. So a lot of times the person who's working at the cash register, some people might think, oh man, I don't want that job. But for that individual, that might be God's work to serve the people. Or it could be another scenario where someone is running track in track and field. Somebody might say, I will not run in the heat or run and do all of that. For that individual, because they are able to uh, do the great athletic things that they do, they are able to serve the people of God because they are being the inspiration for others, maybe during the Olympics and things of that sort to bring home the medal to represent the people that they live. So it doesn't have to be in the brick and mortar of a church building to do God's work. You do God's work in the environment that he has called you to be in. Makes sense. Amen. Amen. Joining us on Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. Please continue to join us weekly as we share godly wisdom and advice to you. If you have any prayer requests or would like to sign up for a free 30 minute consultation with us, drop us a line at s2c2gpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to partner with us by clicking on the partners tab on the website. The more you give, the more we can spread the word and help us to reach our vision of bringing one million married couples stronger together, closer to God. Feel free to check us out on our website at s2c2gministry.com. Until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.